This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 720. I'm Brian Kilby, and we love Transformers. Usually. Anyway. What? When they come. Oh. So if it's 720, does that mean we're in, um, like, 720p mode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, we broadcast in 720p. Yeah, because it's not worth it to try to broadcast in 1080. No, no, no. And Even just so most... no one's shocked, uh, this is episode 720. Diecast still hasn't got his Unicron. Yeah. Diecast does not have his Unicron. Okay, so maybe we should like take up a betting pool for what episode number it will be the first episode after he receives his Unicron. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna say 723. 723. Well, Brian will have. I will have my Unicron next week. I'm gonna go with 725. Ah, the pessimist of the group. And 726. I'll I'll be the pessimist. (laughs) And honestly, I I just want it to be longer until he gets it because I'm enjoying this. Joe Bot is saying episode 920, which is is sounding more accurate (laughs) to me. All right, who's gonna be one hour? I bid one dollar. Yeah. Thank you, Don. <laughs> By nice. nine twenty, I won't have any hair left. So, uh, also, I should have. Is your hair so- receding, diecast? It doesn't look like it. I should no, have. But I'll pull it out. Something uh, Unicron yeah. adjacent, also, to go with my Unicron next week, and I'm excited about. Oh, look what Ness put in the Discord. <laughs> this diecast has transformed infinite number of days without a Unicron. Transformed infinite number of days, but yeah. Oh yeah, transformed. It took me reading a couple times too to pick up on that. I think my order date was July eighteenth. Does that yes. sound right? Yeah, we that that's the uh, date you've brought up the last like three times we've had this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rick is saying episode six six six. That was a while ago. Yeah. Oh, that'd be appropriate. Otherwise, uh, what about seven six six? When we go back around again. Oh no! Yeah, seven, we'll start over. Episode seven seventy seven will be diecast lucky number. Oh yeah. Hey, so uh, next weekend is going to be next Friday, not this coming Friday, but the next will be the Hasbro uh, Pulse live stream event. So uh, they'll be, have some announcements and such. Hopefully we don't already know what everything is, <laughs> but uh, so we'll have like an extra episode next next week to go along with whatever the update has. So uh, Nathan is saying, Brian, since you are the emperor of energy drinks, you have a Mountain Dew rise with you. No, I just finished off a Monster Hydro, and I have, I don't really count it, but half a can of Pepsi Zero Sugar here, and a can of Balls Root Beer. Mm. So so I saw Mountain Dew rise when I was uh, doing the grocery shopping this week, and I, I was fascinated, but also did not see a flavor I actually thought sounded good. I don't know rise. Uh, my local sheets on the fountain has um, Atomic Blue, which looks gross. Yeah, that looks gross. I mean, none of them look appealing to me, as I said. But uh, the watermelon's yeah, but, good. I didn't like it the first time I tried it. The second time I tried it, it was pretty balling. Hmm. Uh, uh, Joe uh, Bot in the chat, tfradio.net slash discord, uh, wanted to know could they announce the arc? I believe I they will. Certain, I'm certain they will. And I oh, believe yeah. Yeah, we they will, will see yeah. all of the arc, which I am yeah. super excited about. Hopefully, it doesn't leak. Yeah, because it's um, only going to be four or five months until they're selling the art. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, less actually, probably because um, I got Scorponok in June last year, I think, and oh, Omega yeah. Supreme. 
through the same channels was available uh what like about the same time the year before i feel like yeah. i didn't get the mega supreme till late yeah uh, well okay so at the time we didn't really we weren't paying attention to uh the canadian track on this stuff so if we had been probably more of us would have taken the opportunity last year or year before last sorry Ah, time. What are you even anymore? Yeah, I think the, the arc fire in which is, we burn. In which we burn. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the arc is my and most anticipated Titan figure ever. What? Yeah. What? Like just because it's so different and interesting. Okay. I might feel differently after I see it, but right now the anticipation for that Titan figure is high. Yeah, it's just the anticipation. The only one I was really anticipating was Metroplex, and it's kind of all been downhill. Not literally, but figuratively since then. Do you like Metroplex? Because no. I can't stand him. Mean, I liked him at the time. Metro- Metroplex and Fortress Maximus are both just disappointing. Yeah. They are. In but, hindsight. But like, after you have the first one, the rest of them is just, I mean... Yeah, it's they're not as special, you know, at this point. So. Uh, I don't know. The Scorpinox yeah. been pretty special. Well, <laughs> well I think I'm most Scorpinox out of all the ones I've got. No, he's the best. Yeah. But like the wow factor of wow, I can't believe there's a transformer this big. Like how awesome it is. I mean, well, the thing is, I never liked that Fortress Maximus was a was one of the biggest disappointments I ever bought. We know the only reason the only reason I'm not disappointed in owning it now is because I have a Scorpion to go with it. Other than that, yeah. that's the that's the only redeeming factor for Fortress Maximus is now there's a Scorpion to go with it, and that's it. I like Tripticon. I he he eats Titan Master heads. I mean that's just he, great. that is pretty sweet. And there's Tripticon that is great. Yes. I, yeah, I do it, love a I do love a good like uh, thematic play gimmick, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lots of people oh, yeah. don't count the combiners. If you count the combiners, mm-hmm. I still like Devastator, obviously. I think he's yeah. pretty cool. Devastator's weird foot. A great Yeah, Devastator's a great display piece in combined mode. The um with upgrades. <laughs> the Constructicons themselves more just exist as a kind of novel bonus, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's um well, speaking of Titans, though. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump to the news. So everything Thank is you. bundled nicely into RSC News Desk 136. Yes, uh, it saves you some time looking for it. Does. For it I don't have to click around. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll cover these in reverse order, basically. Uh, yesterday, all of a sudden, out of the blue, like uh, Zavi.com sent out an email say, to, I guess, folks in the UK or Europe saying, hey, uh <laughs> Black Zarek's coming out. Uh, you're going to be able to pre-order it. 40 minutes later, it was basically up for pre-order everywhere. Yeah, I think they got their time zones a little bit off. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot about Daylight Savings Time. It's, I envy them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Uh, so he is a retool of Scorponok, of course, with a new... Retool? S- what? Re- retool. Retool. You call yeah. that a retool? Yes. The, the head is pretty heavily retooled, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a retool. That's yep. all it literally what a retool means. I mean, like everyone, once we got Black Ricci, uh, everyone was saying that. I wasn't saying it. I uh, a lot of people it. were saying, "Oh, they're they're going to do Black Zarek. They're going to do Black Zarek." And they're like, "No, we have no plans for Black Zarek." And this is finally looks like, man, they keep everyone keeps asking for this Black Zarek, yeah. and they think we're going to do it. Let's just put a new head and give him a sword, and and Spear. there you go, Spear. Yeah. Spear. Yes. Well, that's a yeah. retool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's and I, it's 
And the fact that um, we're getting Black Zarek gives me some hope. Again, this is even more niche. And and I believe I did put this in our predictions, you know. You I'm just pointing this out that I did put this in our predictions. And I called BS. I did not think this was going to come out at all. Right. But this does give me hope that maybe we'll see Omega Spring at some point. If they're going, uh, no. you know. I told you guys not to question Don's powers anymore after Masterpiece RC. So, I mean, I love that they're doing this. I love that they're throwing it in the Generation Selects line, which is like we've never had a Titan figure in the Generation Selects line. We've never had anything above Leader. I mean, but there's really only, you know, Commander. Commander Well, Well, this is the first Titan reissue i get i mean if you i mean not not giving credit to what diecast is saying it's still a retool but it's still the first second no, the biggest well, grand maximus was the, the uh, first second oh, that's right yeah one. i forgot i forgot about grand maximus i'm sorry so, but big, it's hasbro's first yeah. time reusing a titan mold the, the, the big question that popped up though i think it was jason murray on twitter um had asked is it going to come in a giant transformer selects box i would assume i would better i hope so Big generic box. So, since, since Hasbro's reaching into Master Force with, you know, um, Black Zarek, is now a good time to, to ask Hasbro about Guard City and Battle Gaia? Because, you know, those, uh, those Combiner Wars will still exist. <laughs> Why not? I'll, I'll see what I can... I, I'll write a polite letter and see what they can do. Yeah. Or Thank just write, you. it into your, write it into your predictions for uh, these yeah, are these yes. on that should that should have the same effect. Anyway, uh, I guess in lieu of Brian ordering anything during the show, I will go ahead and place my pre-order for Black Zero during the show, and uh, that'll account that'll account for that in some way for the drinking game, I guess. Yeah, like so, and you have lots of time to cancel since you know we have to wait till January. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cancel it unless they have like a major financial disaster between now and then. But uh, you know, like I will support in whatever way I can, the reuse of the Titan class mold, just because there is some other stuff I would like to see happen. Um, not an Omega Spream, although like, you know, I, I certainly appreciate the spirit behind that, but like an Omega Sentinel, I would buy that. That's a really pretty deco. I, I would buy two oh, yeah. of those. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to commit to buying multiples of Titan redecos. So, oh my God, a, a two pack <laughs> Omega Sentinels like they did for Breakdown and Viacon. Nice. <laughs> One giant no, two yeah, because uh, because Chris is uh, buying something and I didn't, I will point out two minutes before the show started, I bought a quote-unquote Euro G1 exclusive toy that I've been wanting for a while from Italy. Oh, this should be interesting when that arrives. Yeah, so. Can we get a Metro that, Titan, too? I mean, I mean, I'd be on board with that. I never got Metroplex, the normal Metroplex, so that would be kind of weird to just have the recolor in the collection, but, like, I, I would be into that, too. Um... I don't know if I would go for like a Brave Maximus if they did that, but I find that to be pretty unlikely anyway. Yeah. Metroplex and Fortress Maximus are so like those molds are so old now and yeah. the the engineering on the Titans have come so far. I would hope for, you know, like new versions before we get into weird repaints. Yeah, I agree. Well, with a with a skeleton there for Metroplex and Fortress Maximus, could they doctor it up a little bit to make it better without going a full new mold you know once upon a time i would have just blanket said no to that question don but like things are so different than what we ever learned about how transformers are made like you know 
a lot of it still applies, but they're always surprising us with new things they seem to be able to do with these toys. So, like, well, it doesn't I mean, feel did, like something I can just say no to anymore. But part of yeah. part of the sturdiness of those toys was like a, one of your major drawbacks, Don. So, yeah, like I, I would mean, just I, prefer I, them starting from the ground oh, up. I do too. It's just in, in the fact that if we had to, if we if we wanted the character, do we pick a slightly better, more solid figure, and we get the figure? Then we wait, possibly never, and the new mold and the better version. So it's kind of a a tit for tat kind of thing. It's just you know, it was you know that's why I didn't buy Metroplex and I bought Utopia, which is a it was a little bit more. It, it, but it's a better looking Metroplex to me. Yeah, I I actually uh, have to agree with Don here in terms of the looks, just because like Utopia is more what I expect Metroplex to look like versus the. Uh, the redesign that was done specifically for Metroplex to be a fall of Cybertron is, version. Is yeah. Dystopia still in clearance for like 200 bucks? No, I don't think so. It was for like three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you want one, Brian? No. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, eventually actually getting a, a, G, a legit G1 Metro, uh, Metro Titan, you know, cured me of that. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Let's see here. Lots of other stuff happened. So, uh, other thing, there's one thing I even forgot to put in here, but we'll talk about that afterward. Uh, so we there's no photos, of course, so we'll just talk about it. Right. Uh, basically, we we learned that uh, masterpiece Raiden is still in the works. Uh, it's scales with Combiner Wars, and yeah, we we, we, we thought we assumed, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be interesting. Can't wait to get our hands on that. Do we was there like any t- type of uh, expectation? provided as one that might be chris oh okay <laughs> so what this what this comes from is uh the latest issue of figure king magazine and in the you know four to six pages of transformers content they typically have every month um this is just from a text portion of the article where they're talking with one of the designers um and basically he just kind of lets slip during the interview or whatever um that there's a couple other things they're working on in addition to what was pictured in the article, which I'm sure we'll talk about momentarily yep. here. Um, so confirming that Raiden is still being worked on is like back in active uh, development right now is one of the things. And the other thing is something that's probably of specific Die interest cast. to Diecast and then secondarily Don. Don, do you not know about I, this? I, I thought the rumors were fake for a while. No, so uh, I um I'm I, behind on the news, so I have no idea what you're talking well, we're about. Talking about news. To, this is the news. I was I able mean, to read a little bit of the uh text of that myself and I was able to get the rest I needed from machine translation and you know twenty years of skill at reading Babblefish. Um so what they're working on alongside Raiden right now is Masterpiece Skyfire. Wait, was it Skyfire <laughs> or Jetfire? Skyfire. It's Skyfire. Oh. That's so weird. Which Not is great. Really? Well, um, I mean, if you want, if they want to avoid the whole thing with Bondi gold, yeah. and, Macro, and Macross, yeah. Yeah, so, like, obviously this is going to be based on the cartoon appearance, just like the Commander-class toy is. Um, and in terms of the name being used, the Masterpiece line has stuck with using the original G1 naming and not the um, globalized names that the other product lines in Japan have uh, moved to since the movie's uh, came and went. So yeah, they're working on Skyfire, which I'm actually a little surprised by because yeah. of the, the legal issues in 
the original run of the G1 cartoon in Japan, they actually pulled all of Skyfire's episodes from the run order and they put them at the end of the series or uh, the end of the first two seasons. Anyway, I don't think they put them at the end of 2010. Yeah. Um, but that was because even though Skyfire's character model was so far removed from a Valkyrie from the Jetfire toy that was sold by Hasbro um, and therefore the, the Macross jets that were being sold in Japan at the time by their competitor, like they still wanted to have as much distance from that as possible and not give it uh, any more visibility time than they could. I would assume with the commander class toy being almost two years old now, which is just weird to think about that that much time has passed. Um, Takara Tomi is probably not feeling quite the same way about that design as a marketable thing anymore. Um, so it, I think that helped to probably open the door for doing a masterpiece. What's going to be kind of a thing with this though, is, um, Skyfire is very big. Mm -hmm. yeah. Skyfire is a big boy. And, um, you know, Masterpiece is already kind of getting up there in price for things that are just, like, arguably normal size. I mean, so, you, know, R you know, RC was running 150. Beast Wars down on bottom Megatron was 250 to 350 through the, there. Just for the size of this thing, it's going to be MP44 price. Yeah, oh, and that, yeah. I think it's going to be higher. Yeah. Probably. And, oh, and I'm going to have to buy it. Oh. And, well, see, and here, and here's <laughs> no, the you're going to have to buy two diecast. Yep. Yeah. One for each mode. And I'll be honest. I, I know. I know Brian is not big on third party, and I understand that's that's that's. I what actually he's have like two third party toys pre ordered right, right now, Don. Believe it or not. Oh wow! But it's just if that if that Skyfire is running MP44 prices with the QC issues we've been seeing pop up overall as a whole throughout the masterpiece line since. What the last three years is when the stuff has really been getting more noticeable QC issues. People are not going to spend that kind of money if Fans Toys Phoenix is still out there and looks as good as it does. So they're going to have to either make uh, make it visually and feature laden enough to justify because MP44 I do not think justified the price point. Don, can you restate your premise? Because I missed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no. It was, just, it was, you, it was saying, me, not you. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that if if this thing is as is, is expensive as MP44 and they don't have the value in that figure from an engineering quality standpoint, an accessory standpoint, and everything else that would make it worth as a package deal, MP44 prices, your MP people are not going to spend that money when they can get a great looking figure in the fans toys Phoenix. Also, I would say there's for, just as many people who will just live without it because I mean, there's a lot of people well, who yeah. just don't do third party. Right. But I'm just saying that Takara is going to have to, if the price is up there, they're going to have to make it worth the money other than just, here's a big figure. Give us a bunch of money because 44, I don't think it was worth the money. I mean, honestly, you're not that, alone, in, and you're not alone in thinking that it, either. It feels like that's half the point of masterpiece at this point—that it's just not worth the money, and it's like a status yeah. symbol. Well, yeah, no, I and at some point in the last two years, I made this point too that I think they're trying to make masterpiece masterpiece into hot toys, basically for transformers. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's, yeah, it's just I want this to succeed because I know that that's a figure that would fill a lot of gaps on a lot of masterpiece collectors. Uh, collections, but 
at the at that price point, if they if they do not hit the engineering quality and they don't have enough built-in features and accessories to give you the perceived value, it's going to be another nail in the coffin for Masterpiece, another overpriced figure that the quality isn't there, that they want 10%, 15 20% more than the figure is worth. So just because... I, I know- I know, I know this is we're not we're not talking about the validity of masterpiece. We're trying to get to the news, but I do want to point this out. <laughs> I'm the I'm the guy who always rags on third party. I will say when I'm randomly going through my boxes of transformers, sometimes if I see MP44, I will confuse it with the Magic Square figure that I got from Diecast <laughs> for a quarter of what I paid for the MP44. So MP44 is just mismarketing. Yeah. Um, and I'll restate my position on that from the last time we talked about this in depth. Like MP44 should have just been Optimus Prime, the robot and truck cab, and the trailer part should have been a Takar Tummy yeah. Mall exclusive that you could purchase separately if that was important to you, because that would keep the actual like main product line item more restricted, reasonable in price, and not make the whole thing look so stupid. Or they could have done it like they did Grand Maximus, and like if you bought MP44 and you want the trailer, we'll do this same thing we did for Grand Maximus. If we hit the minimum order threshold, we'll make it. Or that we way- can just talk about the next news item. So Masterpiece Skids, right. uh, we we have a photo of that. Plus, in color, in, in color, color, that's the important in thing. In color, but also with its first retool, which is yeah. based on what the Diaclone version. Yeah. One of the Diaclone versions. The there's there's like version. six different Diaclone variants, including what became Skids and Crosscut. It's the head. Ba- the head, though, is not based on because it's the same head, right? From the the Diaclone toy, the he- head is matched the G1 the toy. Same, it's probably the same kind of Diaclone head that Crosscut had or would have had. Yeah, so uh, the that, head that looks like Optimus Prime. That's what everybody's okay, saying, so- yeah. Yeah, the, the colors and the vague shape of the head, it does have a resemblance to Optimus Prime. That's completely coincidental because the Diaclone toy this is based on has this deco and the Diaclone skid's head looks basically like this. Uh, so this is a newly minted character called Reboost. This is based on the Honda City R, uh, whereas skid's is a Honda City Turbo. Hmm. Um, and Kojin Ono apparently owned a Honda City R uh, in, you know, days gone past. And that's part of the reason that this is the first reuse of the skids tooling instead of crosscut because it's his car. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. It's, it's the same thing up there for me as um, Generations 2014 RC having its engineering based on that BotCon Japan 97 custom uh, art entry because the same person designed both of them. Um, Yeah, so we have... These are both hand-painted samples um, of this masterpiece. It's it's very obvious if you look closely at these pictures that like you can actually see brush strokes on some parts of them. Um, So these are hand-painted test shots right now. So there may be some variance in what the production pieces will look like, but like this looks really good. Yeah, yep. it does. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm probably the only one that's going to say this, that red reboost version. I am getting so much alternative prime vibes. Yeah. I, mean, off, I that, understand. Off, that, off that face and that look. Yeah. I can understand I that, that. Um, so reboost is supposed to come with the, um, little scooter accessory that the Diaclone. Nice. Had. Awesome. 
Um, Skids itself, uh, as far as we know, is not going to have that, so that'll be uh, exclusive to at least one of the the redeco slash retool variants. I'm sure a crosscut is going to come from this at some point down the line because, like, they're not going to pass up a chance to get more mileage out of this. And again, there's more diaclone alternate decos for yeah, the like, honda city series yeah they probably won't do both of the red versions because probably not like one was red on red while this one was red on blue but i mean there was a blacks a black uh, honda yeah, city black turbo honda. i believe yeah so yeah and that know. one actually has a transformer name already that's um uh, uh, the other one burnout burnout thank you uh so that was uh from botcon 2015 that that mm-hmm. actually got uh, name and Transformers characterization. You know, I'll, I'm probably, depending on the price, but I'm probably going to skip Skids because I've got Savant from X-Transbots that I think is, as other than the face is not quite right, it's still a very good-looking Skids, but I definitely will be getting reboosts like I did with Corden, so that way I can at least get a copy of the mold and it would be different enough from the Savant to have them both stand out on the shelf, but Cool. That he makes does sense to me. I mean, yeah. Like, I will at least get the Diaclone versions of this to go with, you know, my Diaclone masterpiece. I'll probably get skids too. But yeah, I mean, it's, okay. So it's going to obviously depend on the price point if I am willing yeah. to go in on this or not. But like, yeah, I'm definitely considering reboost because that's interesting on a few levels and that looks pretty nice. Um, so we've been talking before theorizing that skids might be representing a shift in direction overall for masterpiece and hoping hoping we were hoping (laughs) yeah that may or may not actually be what's going on so um 2022 as best i can piece together is the 40th anniversary of diaclone car robot um and don why are you smiling best optimus prime figure ever outside masterpiece we need a new one oh okay Um, (laughs) that that's a different car robot don yeah this is the car robot that actually is the immediate precursor of G1, not 1982. Oh, 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 I'm so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, I'm sorry. I, but yeah, I'm like, I, heard, I agree. Your G1 heard, Optimus Prime is the best Optimus Prime. I heard car so, robot. I'm sorry. I heard car so heard it's car looking robot. like there's, there's three active factors at work here with the skids mold family, not being in the same style as most masterpiece for the last several years. Uh, so one is that Diaclone anniversary where this would be acknowledging that to some degree. Um, the other is I've learned that the Honda City is actually, or was a fairly popular car in Japan in its time and is still like well thought of by people who had that experience. Um, and the other thing is Skids had almost no presence in the cartoon, so there's not much point to trying to make it look like a cartoon model so it kind of fits if they want to acknowledge these other two factors and like honda in japan seems to be really into this masterpiece too because our first look at um a test shot of it was tweeted by honda japan's uh twitter account before the figure king uh issue with it came out so like there's a lot of hands being held here that i think are leading to this being a specific different thing that's going on uh and it probably maybe sadly won't indicate that all masterpiece going forward from this are going to be done this way uh especially i think learning that skyfire is in the works because they're not going to um move away from cartoon accuracy with that especially they're definitely gonna lean in hard 
Yeah, and especially since they are doing a new Starscream, uh, they're going to want those to be stylistically matched to be able to, uh, you know, pose for scenes together. Um, You know, as for, you know, what Masterpiece in the second half of 2022 ends up looking like is a completely different question, and it probably will depend somewhat on the response to skids, Um, especially, you know, if there's a different price point that's available for this because of how they're designing it. Uh, So... There's still factors at work. Things could still change, but I think it's probably important that we dial back the hopes and dreams that Skids represents a, a turning point that will make Masterpiece be more what we want it to be again. And by we, I mean the general we. Yeah. Obviously, there's plenty of people who are you know satisfied with uh, the cartoon slavishness. So weird. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see here. Also in the news, uh, there's Ranger, Ranger Puffer. That was something. <sighs> And Pterosaur. And Pterosaur, yeah. So, let me see if I remember correctly. Your speculation was we don't have a clue what Pterosaur is going to be based on. Correct. It's a deluxe, and that's the only thing that we can get from this so far. Uh, So, both of these entries are um, for something called the Golden Disc Collection, which seems like it's probably going to be this year's Galactic Odyssey series on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Um, So, Ranger Puffer is... uh, complicated-ish. Um, so, through various factors we can derive from this, it's a deluxe two-pack. Um, and Ranger Puffer is a very unfortunate shorthand yeah. for uh, the two toys that are included. So, Ranger uh, is almost certainly Road Ranger, the GoBots character uh, that was adapted awesome. in the eHobby GoBots mini vehicles set as a black and orange Huffer. Um, Puffer is very unfortunate fan terminology for Mexican and European uh, pipes colored huffers. Ah, yeah. So, so it's it's the uh, pipes and huffer version of like what we originally believed uh, Bumble Jumper yeah. was, until like we actually realized that Bumper Bumble Jumper was its own unique mold. But no, Puffer is just a huffer in pipes colors. There's um, three variations. Um, much thanks to Maz's website for some yeah. of the research material on this because like I don't I would have no idea where else to find this kind of information. So um there is two variants uh released in Mexico. One was a dark blue on white, and the other is dark blue on dark blue. Um the European variant uh came out in a light blue on white, which to me is the best looking one, but we don't know which of these three variants it'll be, but probably one of the white bodied ones. I would have to imagine it'd be like the lighter blue with the white because they, if they're going to do a pipes off of this mold, they're not going to want to release two toys that are essentially the same thing. So they'll want to have whatever kind of color differentiation they can. Except that uh, if this is going to be an Amazon release, pipes is coming out in the normal retail line, best I can recall. So they're not going to be beside each other competing. And this is a two pack with Road Ranger. So if people want their GoBots nod, they're going to buy their puffer also so i mean i don't think you're wrong but i also don't think it's a critical factor in what deco they would end up choosing um but yeah so with an actual pipes coming out this does most likely mean that both of the like this two pack is going to be just two unmodified kingdom huffers uh in different colors which is weird ish but you know what are you going to do uh, so Jacob is in the Discord asking, couldn't Pterosaur be a remold of Air Razor? Um, remold, no, but uh, shared engineering, maybe. Um, 
So the way Pterosaur always transformed was basically backwards, um, with the, the pterodactyl head ending up on the back and the tail being the chest piece. Um, if you turned Air Razor backwards, you could probably use the same base engineering, just, you know, with 100% new parts. And that's certainly something that is within their ability to do, and it's just going to be waiting to see if they actually go to that length with it. But again, like, I don't know what else they could do. Um, there are redecos that they could get out of a pterosaur mold if they wanted to just go new mold with this and then, you know, get their investment back over the next 18 months after this, uh, running it in selects or as case filler in um, the next generation's line after Kingdom. Um, but unfortunately, like, there's not really anything we can... Uh, latch on to here to try to toy detect past what we're already thinking. Yeah. I can already see a selects would be uh the um uh, pterosaur is fractal and the rat trap be redone as pack rat in a two pack to homage. Yeah, that'd be a good select two pack. Yeah, I mean that and that would be the kind of deep cut I would expect from the from this Transformers team. So just real real quick, um thinking I was looking to see if I could find a puffer on eBay. I cannot but what I have found is that the Chinese KOs of Bumble Jumper are out there. They're trying oh. to sell them as new, and they're $140 on card. Pardon me? Yeah. That's shady. $140, more than 10 available. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an aside. All so, right. Yeah. Gosh, is there anything? What else to scrape from this news item? Was there anything else? Mm, I don't think so um some pictures of unicron which i'm get. i'm having uh, mine friday you want if you want to drive down diecast you can play with it oh yeah so the figure king article does have some photos of unicron which is not really newsworthy at this point since most everybody has them in hand now um and there's a uh, commander class rodimus in there too which has some new things we hadn't seen before like the matrix compartment in the chest but uh for the most part it's not that topical newsworthy yeah, you missed the nice best one, note, the, the Transformers uh, crossover with uh, Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fine yeah. looking Transformer. Uh, on the other hand, though, Rodimus Prime does when the trailer is not in battle station mode, the, the back can open up and a ramp fold out so you can put cars inside him like he's Optimus Prime. That's neat. I hope. I hope that trailer is tall enough to put core class Optimus Prime in Rodimus Prime's trailer. That'd be great. But wasn't he mm. supposed to be like a Winnebago? So why would you put not a car a, in not a Winnebago? officially a Winnebago? No. Okay. Just, he's a battle. Yeah. He's a battle wagon, for whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, just like a racing trailer kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, GameStop has up for pre-order uh, from GeekNet a, a replica helmet of G1 Optimus Prime for 130 bucks. And it has like electronics it. and stuff in it. And if you don't have an Optimus Prime helmet so far, you can you can get one. Well, I have I have a uh, a movie one, know, a movie one, but I do not have. I need yellow eyes. Yeah, yeah. I just it it was yeah. I mean, it could have had yellow eyes, but it was definitely not uh, deterring me from from pre ordering it. I mean, yeah, I don't, it I don't looks need this. nice enough. The thing it's missing, though, is a voice changer. Mm. Well, it's going to have voice clips. That's not the same. Uh, so the voice changer unless, that unless Peter... One Cull- of those clip, unless one of those clips is I am Optimus Prime. 
So the voice changer that Peter Cullen uses is called Marlboro Reds, and he he's been using them for years. So I do not recommend that. Uh, so if yeah, it's a G one, it's not going to say, "Give me your face." Correct. No, this should have voice clips from City of Steel when Optimus Prime gets decapitated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. This would look, this would look nice on a shelf. So does does it have a display stand with it? I think that's the point. Like these are supposed to be display pieces, but they're also wearable for you know us. I'm certain my head's too big for this thing. Yeah, I'm nah. kind of thinking the same thing because like the the movie Optimus helmet, which is you know designed with like adjustable straps and a big open back on it to make it as uh, universal as possible, barely fits on me properly. Yeah. I also can't really wear hats. I can wear hats. I can wear hats. Well, baseball cap with a with an adjustable thing on it, sure. But like, you know, yeah, that would work better if you didn't have the headset on, wouldn't it? It would. Okay. <laughs> uh, anything else news wise? Um, yeah, no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm I'm glad I remembered that helmet because I realized yesterday after I did the news desk update that I forgot to mention that too. But that ended up being like close to nine minutes as it was, so that's probably for the best. Hey, anybody get anything, John? Uh, I did yes. get something. You want me to kick this off? Please. All right. So uh, I did get, <laughs> uh, actually get Unicron. Um, let's see, real quick. Did I get anything else? Diecast Spirit is leaving his body right now if he's not watching video. So yeah, check check the box next to my name on the show. So Unicron's been opened and it's uh okay so where to begin i um i knew it was gonna be big and yeah i I, like everybody the internet says cameras and photography and stuff do tend to shrink him and uh yeah he's completely massive and he's so big that the shipping box serves as an apartment for my seven-year-old daughter now so she (laughs) she set up her uh trash can and a pillow inside it and i she drew a mural on one side of the shipping box and uh, she's happy as a clam in it. Um, so the actual toy though, um, it took me over an hour to complete the planet mode. And I don't think that is actually unheard of. Um, a lot of people have commented that due to the size and physics of him, um, he's a shell former. I hate to tell you. But uh, like wrestling something that big <clears throat> is quite the undertaking. And, uh, and there's quite a bit of assembly like out of the box to like finish the planet mode. And the instructions are, um, uh, they try really hard. But, uh, you know, they, they forget like right off the bat, they're like missing actually how to uh, mount him uh, to the uh, stand in planet mode. You have to like jump to the last page and like um like retro you know like go backwards in the instructions literally from the last page to figure out how to do the first thing that you're supposed to do with him so you know thanks to the internet i knew how to do that still took an hour to wrestle all the panels and stuff into planet mode he's really nice um in planet mode in fact i'm not in a hurry to transform him to robot mode um so he's going to stay in planet mode for at least a couple weeks i think um I don't mind. Let me start over. I understand the blue maw and the blue teeth 
and Unicron. Um, now that I have, like, I completely, un- I get him. He and I have come to an understanding. And, uh, and that understanding is he, he is what Hasbro told us from the beginning. He's a War for Cybertron toy. He's, he's branded War for Cybertron. He's, he looks like a War for Cybertron toy. He has the little pegs on him to do the blast effects. He's a War for Cybertron toy. He just happens to be ginormous. And he's very impressive. But, you know, he's nothing more than that. Um, and that's okay. But obviously that's not what was kind of like initially um, presented to us in, in certain ways. But, uh, but he is like this just huge, massive, super impressive in size and scope uh, Titan War for Cybertron toy. That's what he is. So anyway, so, you know, I, I accept him. And so, like, like when you kind of like look at him through that lens, like, yeah, he makes perfect sense. Um, so, you know, I guess like overall, I'm I'm happy. Uh, overall, I would say I'm happy with Unicron. I'm so like, um, I guess, satisfied with the planet mode overall. That again, like, I'm not in a huge hurry to transform him, which I think is a compliment to that mode. Also, just that Unicron and planet mode is just an, an interesting thing and kind of like a character in itself. Um, but, um, I will say I'm also going to be suspect of any HasLab Transformers project going forward because again, he was, he's a ginormous kind of retail toy. Like he's a $500 retail toy. Um, and I'm, I'm cool with that, but again, that's not really a HasLab thing. Anyway, um, you know, I'll report back when, uh, when I transform him, you guys have probably already transformed yours and you guys can comment on that but uh you know overall overall overall, i'm um i'm good i I mean i'm cool with him like you know like i said uh, there's no way out you were going to have like simple reactions to something like this it's a very complicated feeling that he gives you but uh but yeah the i would say the i would say the only thing like like again my my overall um my overall feeling on Unicron is positive. My only thing with him is, again, yeah, he's a shell former. And at this size um, and this price, it is terrifying uh, trying to get like the panels to line up and lock in place uh, because you don't want to scrape it or damage it or anything. And it, it feels real close in certain situations. Like you're going to like do something really bad. And uh, and at this like like the stakes of transforming this thing are just too high. So I, I did not I did not appreciate I did not appreciate breaking a sweat literally <laughs> trying to transform him. But uh, but wow. you know, like I said, overall uh, overall I guess two thumbs up. Cool, I'm yeah. excited. I'll have him on Friday. Yes, Friday. I, tell me now, now Brian, when you open him, on Friday, and you complete the plant when you complete the plant Friday. mode. Um, oh, before so, Easter, so he's going to be like your Easter bunny this year. Easter's when is Easter? Me, the third. Okay. Yeah, you're asking the wrong crowd. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no idea. I was going to say the Sunday. So one thing. Oh, that means the that Easter I candy see. will be on clearance on Monday. And that's oh, why I know. Yes. Thank you, I Rob. All around. <laughs> one thing. I, one thing, Brian. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> You guys tell us when you get it, Brian, and you have to complete the plant mode. Like, how do you do that? Like, I sat in my uh, computer chair, my office chair, and I had him, you know, he's a giant beach ball. I had him in my uh, lap 
again, for like 70 minutes, like wrestling with him, there's no good way to like hold him. And I see, I see like reviews on uh, YouTube where they just like pluck, but they just like throw him down on a table. Like he's a, he's a, he's a sphere. He's a 16 pound ball. That's like hollow and was like a bajillion dollars. People are throwing him down on a tabletop. And I, yeah, I'm horrified by that. So he sat okay. in my lap for like 70 minutes. You, you have to tell me like, how did you like, how'd you do it? I'm interested. Okay. Yeah, he's probably going to end up in your lap for again, like an extended amount of time. Okay. We'll see. I'll, uh, I'll document it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Diecast. What did you get? Did you get Unicron? Did he come this week? <laughs> I got the uh, I got the little star scream uh, that you got. Do you like it? Yes. So um, Don had no idea that it did everything it did. He 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 wants to be on MGO's reviews and not on the podcast after we <laughs> talked about it extensively last no. week. No, no, no. I know you said he did a lot, but to see it done in combination with what you said really makes me want that figure now. Versus, I'll wait and I'll see it. I mean, I knew you said it did a lot. But he, after, he also showed us what it yeah what it did as he okay was I might I might have I might have missed that part Don I think Don I think like with that car robots thing from earlier I think we realized that Don actually half pays attention during the show so no well, um, I mean you give him a break he has passed you know fifty years old and uh, the attention span is the first thing to go yeah well no, it's, it's not that it's more attention to TFYLP so he's probably on it right now and flipping back and forth. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, my computer can handle two podcasts at one time. I'm sure. No, I'm. It's just I'm just very tired. My I'll be honest. My attention is a little. Oh, you're getting little. married, Don. You know. Oh, la di da. Getting congratulations again, Don. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, how long, how long are you gonna rely on that crutch, Don? <laughs> as long as I can. <laughs> Good. So, Don, are you going to invite your Unicron to the wedding? Are you going to send it an invitation? Would that be the ring bearer? No. Man. Are, you, are no. you going to dress the cat in a small tuxedo? Okay, actually, it's like, the, you know, I I thought about maybe somehow having Massey with a tray on his back with the flower petals, and I could walk him down with, the, with his leash, and I, I thought about this for like for two minutes and thought there is no way that is going to work. So I'm this so the oddball thing. I'm probably will take a picture of Massey with his new little bow tie, and it'll be sitting like on one of the little tables there. So he'll be there for the wedding. But no, he he can't he can't be flower cat. He just flower will not cat. work. <laughs> I'm just picking, I'm picturing a wedding wedding cake with like a little sugar cat crawling up the side towards. Oh towards yeah. <laughs> okay, diecast. What do you would get? Be, it'd be it'd be appropriate. You got star screen. What else? I got Starscream and I got the little Legends Megatron too. That what I do you think of Megatron? I didn't open him. I didn't care. It looks nice in oh, well, robot I, mode. I did open Megatron. What do you think? Yeah, let's let Chris talk. Yeah, about Chris, it, go ahead. Do you have oh, anything yeah. else diecast or <laughs> no, should we no. just go to me now? No, we're going to you. <laughs> okay. Um. So I did open Megatron specifically. I wanted to make sure to open Megatron so I could refute your claims from last week. Um. Okay. The robot mode I think is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, it's certainly the equal of Core Class Optimus Prime, which I was surprised by how much I liked when I got Wave 1, what feels like eons ago now. <laughs> I even love um, the finish on Megatron. I think the finish looks great. Yes, yes. Okay, so like the um, <clears throat> the robot chest has like the perfect silver paint job on it. 
Uh, mine's got a little scratch on one side, so it's more like a Netflix uh, Megatron paint job. But what are you gonna do? But the um, the arms are a flat gunmetal. The arms and the thighs are a flat gunmetal yeah. color, which looks Beautiful. really good in contrast. Um, the way that the way the tones lay out here it reminds me of the 2013 2014 Legends Megatron, um, which had a darker color scheme than typical G1 Megatron. It was kind of um, supposed to more represent minor Megatron from IDW, but like it's got a similar contrast going on here. Um, yeah, it, it has a really nice finish to it. Um, the uh, the backpack is a little bit more unfortunate just because there's, you know, the front half of a tank hanging off the back, but that's uh, actually not that much worse than the Voyager Megatrons we've gotten in the last couple of years, so I can't even hold that against it that much. Uh, <laughs> the transformation's interesting, um, and the tank mode is okay. It's It's obviously the weakest part of this just because... It does not have a lot of structural strength um, from side to side, so it's really easy to get twisted out of alignment, and it's just kind of hard to get it to click together well. But like, I actually do really like this, and the same way that Core Class Optimus was a really effective downscaling of Earthrise Optimus Prime, this is a really effective downscaling of Siege and Earthrise Megatron. I maybe, and I love the little pistol accessory. The pistol accessory is great. Maybe it's just mine, but the he he feels kind of muddy. the the trans the joints don't feel that great, especially in the transformation, and it just feels like uh like uh it really feels like a uh, discount transformer when you in in the the transformation process. But the, the it looks great. Yeah, I don't really have that you know <clears throat> the the discount store transformer feel with it, but like I can kind of get the muddiness just for that. A lot of stuff relies on writing tabs that themselves are writing unmovable pieces. Yeah. Um, it's not ideal, but it's not bad. Uh, the actually only real complaint I have, and this is sort of weird, the fusion cannon doesn't come off. It's uh, mushroom pegged on. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, that's, it's good for making sure it's always there for use in the tank mode to attach the uh, pistol to, to be the uh, tank turret. And since it's a 5mm opening on the front of the cannon, uh, you could actually put other accessories on there instead of the pistol if you wanted to. I saw someone on Twitter, I don't remember who, unfortunately, um, shared a picture of it with one of the booster cannon pieces from Cliffjumper or Bumblebee uh, to give it a you know bigger, more substantial cannon in tank mode. Uh, so like that's a good option. Anything that's got like a 5mm peg on the end, you could reasonably use the same way. Um, but no, I mean, I'm actually pretty happy with this, and it's not just to spite Brian. I mean, it started out that way, but yeah. I genuinely ended up liking it. Cool. Um, unfortunately, that's the only thing I had time to open, so the rest of this should go quickly. I will talk in more detail about some of this next week. Uh, so I also have Starscream, uh, which looks very nice. It does. Um, I would have photos... opened him first. You made a mistake. Well, Spite no, I wanted to make sure to cast. have an opinion on Megatron so I could you know, argue with Kilby yeah. for the show because it's good podcast content. Yeah. Um, one thing I can say with Starscream without opening it, the photos I had seen made the torso look really flat and wide, and that was not a good look, but in person it does not have that same problem. Like, the three-dimensionality of it really brings the proportions more into focus. So if you've been kind of iffy on it just based on what the robot mode looks like, find one in a store and take a look at it and give it a, give it a second thought because, like, it's, it looks pretty nice in person. Hey, uh, one question, and yeah. Chris, this is for all y'all. 
are the hands just sticking out the front kind of as bad in person? <laughs> just, you know, with oh, them sort of, oh, sorry, scream. Why well, wouldn't no, I haven't opened and transformed mine? No, no, it's not bad at all. Okay. I mean, like, I, I didn't know, Chris, if you could tell while it's still in the package or not. It's just, from what I pictures I've seen, it looks like it's, they're just sort of, they don't fold up. Oh, no, they like don't it, fold up. I mean, they're they're solid. They're not even, like, Megatron's got the one uh, that's sort of, well, actually, no, the, well, yeah, it'll, it'll swivel with the, the right hand on Megatron can swivel because it's part of how the transformation works, which is kind of clever, actually. Uh, but, I mean, Starscream's hands are fixed position. Starscream is is like Legends class figure of the year. Like it's pretty well, amazing. It certainly, it certainly seems exactly. like it got, you know, a lot of engineering attention. Uh so the, I also have uh Ractonite. I've got all of Deluxe Wave 2, so uh Air Razor. Did you get RC? By all I've been of Wave for those everywhere. I, I was just about to correct myself. <laughs> By all of Wave 2, I mean the new toys. Um and Huffer. So I got those. I had hoped to get these out of the package to talk about in detail for this week but it just wasn't happening that the time and mental energy i would have spent on that ended up going to the news desk yesterday instead so uh it'll just have to wait um just in today i got um my latest non-f order which is the um studio series grimlock upgrades so um basically you can go two ways with this there is a full kit which is a crown um a clear chest piece replacement uh, and a sword and some gap fillers. Uh, so the chest replacement comes in two options, which is colorless clear or semi-tinted. I got the semi-tinted option, which is basically if you think about how tinted the stock chest pieces on Grimlock, this is halfway between that and completely colorless. Uh, so based on the pictures that Nanef had available, I thought this looked like the best option for that. The sword comes in either all red to be toy accurate, or uh, translucent orange with a black handle to be more like media or masterpiece, I guess, inspired. Um, so the thing with that is you can also order a sword separately if you um, want different options or if you just want to uh, get the weapon add-on. So I got um, one fashion of sword in the whole kit and then ordered an extra one in the other because as it turns out from pictures I saw, the red sword blade with the black handle actually looks really good, so I'm probably going to mix and match mine that way. And then the other parts are um, the crown, which is the mustardy gold part here, and um, the gap fillers. The gap fillers also include um, the partial plates for Grimlock, the uh, tooth gap fillers. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to end up using them. That's going to be a little bit of a process to put them in. The head has to be taken apart, and apparently the... Um, Lower teeth actually had to be affixed with an adhesive patch that's included in here, too. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'm going to go to all that effort for this, but uh, I have the option if I want to. The only problem, and this was um, related in the order page, and I think on the Twitter account, the gray is not a perfect match to Grimlock, so it's got a little bit of variance, uh, either darker or lighter. And even though I don't have Grimlock, at hand right now to directly compare to. I can tell just looking at these, these are like noticeably darker than Grimlock's gray plastic. So for the teeth, I don't think that would make a huge difference in appearance, but for the um, the gap fillers for the forearms, it would stand out a little bit. So uh, we'll see how that ends up turning out when I actually go to apply some of these parts. When is the third kit coming out that gives you a half a decent wheelie for the figure? 
Ah, well, you joke, but that is something that he has um, said is at least in consideration is some kind of kit geared around Wheelie, which I would assume probably just adds like posable limbs. But I don't actually, I don't have any specific information on it. He hasn't gone into any detail and uh, he has not committed to whether that kit's actually going to be produced or not, but it's something that's at least on the drawing board. Uh, so an interesting thing I found the other day, uh, last week, I maybe uh, sometime in the last little while, uh, BotBots. All right. Which way? So this is uh, Series 5. Okay. Gold Rush games. Uh, so these actually came from the grocery store. They were uh, part of Kroger's uh, Easter basket fillers. But since it was the first time I had seen BotBots on the store shelf in a while, I uh, picked up a couple sets. So I got one. This is the Party Favors and the Cardio Click. Uh, so the Party Favors has the Sushi Dragon and the, um, the Party Blower. Also, both of these come with this really neat uh, like desktop computer that looks like a really old computer setup. It's got the, you know, the flat tower, well, t- not tower, but, you know, the uh, flat computer and the monitor sitting on top of it. Uh, I just kind of like the retro look of that. And there's a whoopee cushion in that one, too, which I guess is kind of entertaining. But um, they were pretty close to original retail, which I guess for toys in the grocery store is itself kind of a savings. But, uh, you know, for not having seen BotBots on the shelves in a while, it was just kind of fun to be able to pick some up. Uh, then two off-topic things. So you might remember a week or two ago, Rob was talking about the uh, Robot Damashi Robot Spirits Perfect Gundam from Amazon. Uh, so I ended up getting one, too. Uh, now, Rob, you paid about $58 for yours, right? Uh, after shipping? Yeah, that sounds about right. So I only paid about $22 for mine. Um, so the way that works, this is an Amazon warehouse uh, item. So it was about $10 cheaper than the retail. And you can see probably on here the uh, the corners a little bit messed up. And the tape on one side was a little bit uh, discolored and crinkled, but it was still attached when I got it. Hmm. So I don't think this had actually been opened before, but I opened it up and checked and all the contents are there and everything's uh, in good unbroken shape. So uh, $10 off the base price for this. And then I had uh, $26 in um, Amazon credit built up. Uh, rewards points basically so out of pocket on this i was only 22 dollars on the 60 dollar robot damashi set and it's got a lot of stuff in it and it looks like it'd be really cool to photograph i just have not had the wherewithal to actually take it out of the package fully yet and mess with it but i'm glad rob pointed that out and i started paying attention to it so i could actually like catch this for a pretty good deal unfortunately so basically it's- the downside of this though is that i'll never be able to spend more than 22 dollars for a robot damashi ever again <laughs> yeah so, ba- so basically it was a manadrake slightly damaged packaging there versus um, when i got my omega the whole front half of the box was ripped open so yeah mandarake uh slightly damaged packaging mostly just means like someone has touched it at some point in its life <laughs> uh this is a little bit worse off than that now if you want um if you want something like your Omega Supreme my other off topic thing is this Call of Duty uh Mega Constructs helicopter that uh, arrived with a big hole in the front of it that I can actually slide my hand into. Wow. Damn you, werewolf. <laughs> uh, I opened this up and checked it. It looks like everything is in there and undamaged, but uh, yeah, so thanks thanks to Amazon shipping practices for that, apparently. Um, 
So the, this was not like particularly cheap or anything. This was like normal-ish retail. Uh, the reason I picked this up is I heard recently that uh, Call of Duty does not appear to be an active uh, active license with Mega Constructs anymore. So I wanted to grab one of these while I still could without exorbitant markup because it's hard to get Mega Constructs kits uh, online without them being hugely ridiculously overpriced. Uh, like in the collector grade stuff. So I thought I'd go ahead and grab this. I just didn't think I'd be getting one with a giant uh, hand-sized gash in the middle of it. But eventually that will come back off of the pile of unassembled Mega Constructs kits and get built and displayed somewhere. I Like the Call of Duty stuff they did has all been really nice from the ones I've built. Um, you know, all of them look really nice and have been more interesting to me than, say, the Halo range for the most part. But uh, if it really is not going to be a thing anymore, I'm I'm very sad to hear that because, like, the they had good minifigures in that lineup and, again, good kits and a lot of variety. Um, I, don't, I guess, um, you know, whatever He-Man stuff they keep doing will probably hold my interest, but there's kind of getting to be less and less Mega Construct stuff, which I guess goes along with the less and less retail support for it. Uh, but I think that covers everything for me this week. Cool. Uh, Don, did you get anything? Yes, I did. And it was a very weird week. Uh, could not find Wave 2 Kingdom. I've been checking Target every day because they have that sale going on and they have nothing. A local Walmart got in Kingdom, Megatron, Magnus, and another case of Inferno and Dinobot, but nothing new. Uh, but my off topic has been all G.I. Joe, which is what? very rare for me. Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, I picked up the Cobra Commander. Uh, GameStop had their bag sale, uh, so I took advantage of the bag sale. Uh, so I got the Cobra Commander. Uh, it was the last one they had there, and I, and I don't even see this on the shelf anymore. So, you know, I figured I better get it while I could. Picked up the new Baroness statue. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, because it is some pop culture shock. Uh, because again, it's the Baroness. And the piece I really was not expecting to get, but because it looks so great, Serpentor. Statue, same same line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sta- same the pop culture shock. Where did statue. you say you got that at Target? GameStop. GameStop oh. they they had they had their back sale for twenty five percent off. So um it just again, I'm not the huge G.I. Joe fan, but these are some really impressive uh statues that I like and I went ahead and also picked up two other ones um, I had bought this before and taken it back because I saw the I saw pictures of the of the matching Optimus Prime and it, the picture did not make it look that great but uh, I bought the Megatron the, the pop the shot Megatron because they also had the Optimus and in person it looks a lot better than Excuse me, messy. <laughs> it looks a lot better in person than I got so much glare off of it there. So yeah, uh, a, lot, a lot of statues, which is usually odd for me, but at twenty five percent off, and they they look great. Um, they had Starscream, Bumblebee, and Destro. It wasn't PDD Destro, so uh, I didn't want to get didn't care about that. And the Starscream did not have the smirk. If it had the smirk on the face, it would have been a great looking star screen, but he's doing this, you know, like he just was 
not in a good mood that's, or something. That's called a scowl. Yeah, and it started. It, if he, like I said, if he had this mark, it would have been a great looking figure. And the Bumblebee had the same kind of scowl. And again, it was a very great looking G one Bumblebee, but it had it, it looked again. It was the scowl and Bumblebee. I figured if he had the, the regular Bumblebee kind of smile, it would look great. So it's like I could put it with Optimus, but. Uh, yeah, other than that, like I said, this was a kind of a rare thing for me to pick up some Joe stuff, but they look great, and I wanted to get them while they were on sale. Other than that, that's it, because nothing is showing up locally. Uh, Rob, anything? Was not prepared for that. Um, <laughs> uh, only thing I got this week was I got Monster Hunter Rise for the Switch. Um, I'm enjoying that quite a bit, uh, enough that I've decided I kind of need to see it on a TV screen to... Uh, uh, play it as well as I'd like so that's going to be taken care of shortly and uh, beyond that uh, nothing but I will probably have a bunch of stuff to talk about next week awesome Matt well much like Don I also went G.I. Joe this week Ooh. so I picked up from Shout Factory the uh, the two <laughs> disc sets of the Deke uh, oh, to their clearance G.I. Joe series yeah because these are going out of print nice so so I picked up uh, both sets of that, and I have not seen these since they originally aired. So I'm sure I'm in for a shock when I when I put these in. You got to get tough, yo. Joe. I have not seen that. I have not <laughs> seen them either, Matt, because I remember they were they were opposing at the same time as Ring Raiders miniseries was running, and I have not seen them since. Yeah. Um. But uh, that light week for me. That's all I got. So okay. So um. Actually, since you mentioned that, Rob had shared a link to Don for the Vehicle Voltron DVD set on Amazon. I picked that up, so we'll see how that looks. Um, I have quite a few things. Let me jump through this. So I got Wave 2 of uh, Kingdom Deluxes. I did open them, and I've transformed them except for Ractonite. So uh, Huffer is okay. I mean, he's. I like his robot mode. I like his vehicle mode okay, but I hate his transformation. There's just something about it I don't like. It's just what I hate is when they ha- when you have basically cascading joints, where you have to articulate a joint one way, then like just a couple millimeters away, you have another joint that you have to flip the other way to make it like uh, uh, you're almost like you're sandwiching it. And I just he has that up here with the a cab and I just don't like that. I never like the way that feels. So but he's okay. Um Ractonite, like I said, I, I really I've not even messed with. I don't even like the way it looks. So but I'll prop once I get a chance to play with it, that'll probably change. Uh Airazor. I love Airazor, the the Beast Wars toy. There's just something about this that looks off to me. I mean the robot mode's nice. The bird mode's okay. The transformation's okay. But she also has that whole uh, thing going on with multiple joints that are really cl- close together. And I just never like the way that feels. Well, that should make the wings in bird mode really poseable then, shouldn't it? It does, yeah. <coughs> um, I have not transformed... RC? Not RC. I also got uh, <laughs> Ultra Magnus. Um, I have not transformed Ultra Magnus yet. But I've been surprised how much I love the robot mode. Yes, I think Hey Mickey actually was able to get that Ultra Magnus today also, and he was grudgingly uh, accepting of uh, how much he liked it. Yeah, it's like, he didn't want to like that, but he ended up really liking it. So that's probably a, a good sign it, for it. It looks so much better than the Siege version. It does. Yeah. 
It so does. It so does. Um, I really like. I, I think it looks great. I can't wait. Can't wait to transform it. I don't hate it. I don't. I kind of hated the siege <laughs> one, and I kind of love this. Uh, I, I like the cab robot on the siege toy better for the the torso design. Yeah. But like otherwise, the the kingdom one is so much more visually pleasing to me. Um, a couple boring. Okay, I'll get this one out of the way. On the most recent, I believe his most recent episode of History on the Fives, I got the wild hair saying that I would buy up all of Kiss players, and I immediately regretted it. Uh, I actually was tweeting about this, my misgivings on it last week, and uh, the Moonbase Two uh, Twitter dropped some. Uh, this is dropped some knowledge on me because this was from a period in time when I was not collecting Transformers for like a year. This was the year that I. Uh, lifted weights, lost like 200 pounds and tacked on like 70 pounds of muscle. This was, you know, a long time ago when I still had test- a lot of testosterone running through my system. And I just wasn't paying attention to toys. Uh, so there was just a lot going on I didn't know about. And uh, Moonbase 2 uh, just gave me some knowledge. It made me feel even worse about it. So I actually, if you want to read it, and it, it can get, it's a little graphic. It is a little graphic. So uh, I just want to give you a warning. But I created a short URL to that Twitter uh, thread if you want to follow it. If you want to go look at it, it's tfradio.net slash kiss. But be aware that it's uh, probably more than you want to know. Not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. And neither is this. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to display this thing because I want to keep it in the box because, I mean, otherwise. You're showing it on stream. Yeah. uh, I kind of hate it. So, but I bought it and I've decided I'm not buying anymore. I'm not. I have one more on the way, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Which one's what's on the way? Uh, it's the little, is it Atari? Um, I With don't the even, auto trooper? Yeah, the little auto trooper. Oh, God, I want the auto trooper, though. <laughs> it's the little auto trooper. Dang it, maybe I'll you don't, buy it. You don't want the cassettes? I want the cassettes. Um, <laughs> okay, well, okay, so Kiss Player's position, which is what the cassettes come from, is completely different from yeah. regular Kiss Player's content-wise. So, like, yeah, that's something that you don't really need to feel so bad about. Yeah. I want the Auto Trooper, though, so we need to go back and get yeah, it. There is, there is one thing, Brian, you're probably not going to be able to pick up, is uh, <sighs> the release that came out after the cassettes was... Uh, they Takara had the small little orb transformers. The egg bots. Uh, it was like egg bots. Yeah, that was like the last thing they did for kids. Yeah, players. I, I, I found it. I mean, the only set I've. It's uh, expensive. It's not worth it's it. Like three hundred. I, I saw it for yeah. that. It was five hundred. What, what I saw. I'm not. I'm. I'm not getting that. I'm, I'm done. Okay. After, yeah. After Auto Trooper. I, I just. I just. I just. I just didn't know if you knew about that. Yeah. About I know that about, little, it, yeah. about that part or not. So you could um instead of kids players you could try <laughs> picking up uh Binal Tech Asterisk. Uh, yeah, I had uh, what Broad Blast or whatever it was from that already. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's the only one of those that I had. So, yeah, I could do that. I, but I just, yeah, I don't know. A um, couple boring things. Uh, I had I was looking to get one of these guys mitten sold box or mitten box, and I have not done it yet. But I did get a loose one because I didn't have it. Uh, Action Master Optimus Prime. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah, I've wanted this for a while. He's complete. So. Nice. nice shape. He's pretty. So it'll look nice on the shelf. Uh, let's see here. A few other G1 things that I got. Uh, Dreadwind. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Darkwing. Nice. Yeah. So I got the set. 
Uh, Slapdash. Also, what? Ooh, and what uh, Joyride. So I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, let's see, I'm what's completing your Power Masters. Yeah, I'm powering. I'm uh, yeah, I'm God. What's the powering up? Whatever the phrase is, powering through your Power Masters. Yeah, powering through, through my Power Masters. <laughs> So I don't have many Power Masters left that are American that I need. So, um, yeah. I got those from the Sell to You, too. Uh, eBay, the listener. So um, that was really happy with that. So, oh, let's see here. Three yeah, Pointer was thinking the same thing I was, powering up the power block. Powering up the power block. Um, this actually I want to talk about a little bit. So um, this, I got this from Z75 Sales who sells a bunch of stuff from gosh what was the guy's name jim palmer um the kenner employee yeah i don't remember the person's name hasbro employee so i actually have something else coming from his collection um too but this is a beautiful minty fresh g1 mirage oh look at that it is gorgeous how clean and crisp and perfect it is now be careful not to break it yes (laughs) <laughs> my first transformer broke within minutes uh, so um the thing is it is a perfect beautiful official hasbro non vintage or non 1980s mirage this is a as he believes a production sample of hmm. one of the g1 chinese reissues that hasbro released in china in like 1990 huh yeah that's interesting yeah so uh the difference is you look at the uh you look at the uh copyright date on it japan has been uh wiped off the uh mold you can't really see it in the video here but uh uh yeah the uh it doesn't say japan uh otherwise as far as i can tell except for I guess my other's a pre-rub. Uh, a pre-rub. Where does the rub normally go on Mirage? I thought it went at the top. This one has the rub on the f- the bottom, the foot. Hi, there is the rub. <clears throat> yeah. So I have another one of these on the way, not Mirage. The next one is a Soundwave, and I'll show it off next week. So it'll be a beautiful, minty, fresh G1 Soundwave. Not of the 80s. Not of the 80s. Actually, that That's one... That's really interesting, actually. Yeah, that one... Well, so... um. The speculation from Z75 sales is that the Soundwave is uh, another production sample. Uh, it was with the Chinese G1 stuff, but it, I believe that the uh, Japan is not struck off the mold. So it's like a pre-pre-production or something. So, But again, beautiful, minty, fresh. It'll go in plastic. Important question. Important yeah. question. What <laughs> kind of cassette door does the Soundwave have? Uh, it has the, the original. That's really interesting because we had thought that when they did sound blast, change, in, yeah. yeah, in '87, it sure it sure looks like the original me. Let me go back. I, I try made a point to look at it, but I yeah don't want to misstate. Um, where are you? Here we go. Yep, that is sure flush with the with the front of the uh, toy. So I mean, the possibility here too uh, is that this might not. The, that sound wave specifically may not necessarily be a color test shot for um, a new production for Chinese reissues. It might just be like one that they had on hand That's, from the that, original that run. Is, that is possible speculation that they had just had, had it in the office as a yeah. reference. Yeah. And uh, it does not. Yeah. So 
But either way, it's a nice, beautiful G1 sound wave to go with my collection of G1 sound waves that I have now because I have to have more of these than Ant does. I would still, hmm. I would still really like the sound wave to be the same thing that Mirage is, just because it makes the whole history of the sound wave mold more interesting. Yeah. Because that flush cassette door apparently would have still existed, yeah. at some point after Sound Blaster was made. Yeah, I think so. After Ant has his collection like completely done, I think we're going to do a count to see who has more sound waves. I, I'm pretty sure it's him, but I got my fingers crossed that I'm going to have more. So Rick Mahurin, I hope I did not mispronounce your name too badly. Um, That's how I say it in my head. In, in the Discord, that Soundwave has been reissued with the single cassette door um, after the Toys R Us reissue came out in 2006. Um, so yeah, that they did, but that's because they actually recreated that flush chest door uh, mold element for that purpose instead of only having the Sound Blaster version yeah. available. Yeah. Um, they did, they've done that for a lot of the G1 reissues, recreated missing parts. That's supposedly one reason the Walmart Optimus Prime reissue was so expensive and did not have its trailer. Um, and also when they did Platinum Edition G1 Trypticon yep. uh, several years prior, um, like they said they had to recreate like 20 separate mold elements for that toy to be able to produce it again. So, um, yeah, absolutely. They have reissued sound waves with a flush cassette door since the classics packaging reissue. That was a Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, but that's from remade mold elements, not the original. Yeah. And you can tell by the fact that the hinges are on yes. the single cassette door are the same as sound blasters. They're visible from the front, whereas the original sound wave figures are not. Yeah. So yeah, the remade one has the external hinges, just like it was a double cassette door. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's possible. The, yeah. It's possible. The other thing that happened here as to why we always get them like that is that only the sound blaster mold survived. <laughs> It's just there could have been two separate molds, not just one that was uh, permanently altered. And just that's the only one that made it to the present day. Um, I mean, that's certainly a valid theory, too. Yeah, I, I got I, nothing I, else. That's, a, yeah. that's all. I cool. <laughs> uh, two more things. Um, I, this one, I'll, I'll just share this one off real quick. I've been collecting Transformers laser discs. The only thing left there are some Beast Wars laser discs, a Maximal and a Predacon set. And I think there's the um, and there's the. Uh, animated series laser disc which i don't really care about this is the only one that was actually released in the u.s that i'm aware of it's five faces of darkness cool yeah it's pretty it's a it's i had no idea there were fhe laser discs yep so i love the completely random artwork on the front of it yeah yeah so like i think they took the quintesson face from um one of the ladybird storybooks just based on the style of it. it and then and then they slapped some box art over top of it yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, and i will it's say of all, of all the things i've got recently i'm not that's the thing yeah, that, that was I the paid, most human that was yeah it was the most human <laughs> <laughs> like of all the things that i got re- uh, over the last few weeks that was the one that i paid the most for that even though uh-huh. like, you you wouldn't necessarily think that uh, i i got it at a bargain compared to what i've seen it go for before uh otherwise i wouldn't have jumped on it but it was it's still yeah that's also like an extremely used piece of merchandise because it's a G1 laser disc by FHE. And like we all know, like you're all about the family home entertainment. Yeah. Home video releases. Yeah, I love like that stuff. That, that's perfect. That is perfectly Kilby. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned this last week, but I'll show it off anyway. Uh, so I got that uh, Shackwave Galactic Man figure. 
um, it was a little rough. I got one at the same time that was, again, substantially less than I expected to pay. This one's a mitten box. <laughs> that um, box is in great shape. Box is yeah. in great shape. But even better, the toy on the inside has never, as far as I can tell, has never been touched by a human being. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the manual. The manual is beautiful. I mean, the manual is so clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And wow. on the back, because it's Radio Shack, you have the circuit diagram for the toy oh, yeah. on it. Nice. Yeah. But the toy itself is still in the baggie, tied up. Dang. Yeah. And the bag has a uh, twist tie that's holding it in place. This is less than what I paid for my loose uh, G1 Shockwave. And I would much rather have this than Shockwave. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm super excited about having this. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous and it's uh, never being touched. It's just going to be a nice display piece. So I'm all about getting things for less than I think they should go for. I don't want to overspend on anything. Yes. So very, very pleased with that. That's very normal, Brian. Very normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's basically what Don has built his entire life on. It is, it is. But like a lot of these things are, are kind of, oh gosh, I'm not going to say what I'm betting on right now. Um, good. That's probably a good idea, <laughs> but it's something that it's the first time I've come across it in, um, ever. And it's been on my search list for like three years. So fingers crossed, hopefully I'll be talking about it next week. So if nobody else like over, outbids me on it, so we'll see. You know, I've been looking recently and have been surprised to find that out of all things, the Armada recolor of Transmetal Cheetor is like dumbly expensive and rare. Really? I forgot it existed. There's single digits of them on eBay and they all go pretty high. I've been trying to, I've been ideally wanting to find a loose one in good condition, but like that just does not seem to be possible to do. I was outbid on a an Armada yeah. Unicron, the repaint, not the... I mean, pardon me, the Energon Unicron, not the oh, okay. not the Armada version in Unicron pa- in Energon packaging today. Yeah. It goes for more than I would have thought. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, that I can understand a little bit more because, like, because they did put the Armada colors in the Energon packaging um, for part of that initial fulfillment. Like, some places just didn't get the black Unicron. So I can see that being a little bit rarer to get just because there weren't as many to go around. Yeah, I need to go back. I don't even remember that uh, Armada. Was it called? Was he called Cheetor? Was it like Megatron where he had a different name? No, it was just Cheetor. Do not they did uh, Cheetor, Rhinox, and Air Razor. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, man. Yeah. I may not have that. <laughs> I need to go through my collection to see if I have that. I don't, I don't know if I do or not. That is probably one of the few things I can ever say that I have that you don't, and probably not for long for the oh, I don't. No, I, I need, I've got to go through my. I got to go through my stuff to see if I have it. I don't think Kilby's going to pay seventy dollars for a carded Armada Cheetor. Probably not. No. Mm, depends on. <laughs> how, depends on how much ribbing I get over it over the next few weeks. So no. And be Kilby on Twitter, everyone. Uh, be Kilby <laughs> on Twitter. Hey, uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and think of patrons at the touch tier. You can. Uh, it's the end of the month, so if you want to sign up now's. Like now, meaning early April is the time to do it. You will be in for the whole month. And uh, if you're a touched patron, you can get on our History on the Fives podcast, which is a lot of fun. Enjoy doing that. 
we record it weekly and it is an exclusive podcast for patrons. So we talk about what's going on in history on, on the five years. So, and you'll get a chance to directly goad Kilby into spending money. It has worked. Yeah. <laughs> so our patrons at the touch tier, uh, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresovich, rabbits, Hector bones, Matthew Dedman, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, who got his Unicron yesterday, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, uh, Mighty Orbots, and Itaku117. So thank you all so much, and thanks to all our patrons, too. Uh, you literally make everything possible. You're awesome. Uh, let's see here. You can find us basically everywhere all our links and stuff are at tfradio.net but i will say if you're listening to the show on any given platform and you're just sitting around leave us a review please if you haven't yet you know if you've been listening now for like the last 10 or 12 years and you haven't left a review just you know do it, it you know it, it, i'm not going to lie and say it helps us like in the search algorithms because i don't think really it does but people are more likely to listen to a podcast that has reviews positive reviews than one that doesn't so well, we would appreciate it whether that's spotify audible itunes whatever the heck you're listening on that would be great uh i am on twitter at b kilby i tweet a lot there i'm on instagram at brian kilby i haven't posted anything recently because honestly my phone died and I have no idea what my password is, so I got to get back in. So, but Oops. I am posting. I'm posting about the dog a lot, though, from his account. Uh, let's see here. Rob Springer's not here. I'm going to continue to mention Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, Rob. Robo Rob Springer, and he's also at ZoneBase.org. People are like, Who's he, also just had a, he also just had a birthday the other day. Yeah, so happy, happy birthday, Rob. birthday, Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. Yeah, it's been so many years since Rob's been on the podcast. People are like, Who's Rob? He's Rob. <laughs> Go back and listen to old episodes. He's there. Ah, uh, let's see here. He is Rob Springer. He is the oncoming storm. Speaking of storms, uh, Rob his, Springer is the time is the fire in which we burn. His he his house narrowly missed being hit by a tornado. The photo, mm. like his neighborhood was really wrecked. So fortunately, he was you know he was spared. But man, it's crazy, and that's not that far from here. So, mm. uh, Chris, how do people get a hold of you? I'm personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I can't think of anything notable I've done there this week, so, you know, follow me at your own risk, I suppose. Um, for toy photography stuff, I um, just today finally installed my second studio strobe in my uh, shooting area and uh, posted a photo of Kingdom Ultra Magnus, which turned out pretty well, actually. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at PlayWithPhotos. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Instagram.com slash PlayWithPhotography. Uh, all of the organized work I do is uh, at playwithphotography.com, which is galleries and uh, blog posts, things like that. Uh, if you want to uh, support what I'm doing, help me out, keep doing more of it, I'm on Patreon at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Uh, you can help out for as little as $2 per month. Cool. Uh, Diecast. Hi, uh, you follow me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and you can see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. John. Uh, that John D everywhere, including Twitch. So oh. I'm not guaranteeing that I will start streaming again, but I am saying <laughs> that I'm cleaning up my Twitch page. So if you follow me on, um, on Twitch at that John D, 
maybe one of these days you'll get a notification that I've started a stream. What would you stream if you were streaming something? Street Fighter? <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, probably some Street Fighter. Maybe if I finally finish the Final Fantasy VII remake, might do that. Um, and then I have how many years are you playing that now? <laughs> Not that long. It's only been yeah, out. It's I'll been out for less than a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's since since I've been playing it since the day it came out, and I'm like three hours in. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, a few random video games like that, and then possibly like live random toy reviews or something, or unboxings, and you know, you can put you can do anything on Twitch under the just chatting uh, category. So I might just chat with people as I unbox something. You never know. It'd be fun, uh, Don. I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Rob. I can be found on Twitter at Figure Reviewers and Rob Flails. Rob Flails is the uh, Twitter for Flail Throughs, my YouTube channel. I cover Gundam Battle Operation 2, a free to play Gundam shooter, <laughs> which is just moving into Char's counterattack territory. We got the Jagan this last week. I'm guessing the Giradoga for this week, but that's just a guess. But uh, we are we are moving forward into more interesting and powerful mobile suits. So uh, come check it out if you uh, want to see what the game looks like. Uh, if you uh, like what I'm doing at youtube.com slash flailthroughs, you can also go to patreon.com slash flailthroughs and throw money at me to do it. I will do it regardless, but the money is very much appreciated. And uh, if you don't feel like doing either of those things, then there's just tfradio.net slash claylist. Cool. Wow. We're at the end of the show. We went for quite a while this week, so thank you all for being here, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% girlfriend free since 1999.